Hello, hello, hello. We are the Cinema Studs. Here, presented by myself, Valente Martinez, and... Alonso Martinez. We are a new podcast. We have a gimmick, because we specifically want to target... Uh, a specific... We want to get away from a specific trend. And that is the recent movies and how biased they can be. At the beginning of... Uh, Scandals, uh, production nightmares, and uh, so this, this we are cinema studs, and we specifically this program is the last five in the last five years. Today's today's subject is American Sniper. Also, um, not all these movies are going to be technically released in five years because some of them might already have an early run. Uh, specific uh, like example like this movie American Sniper yes American Sniper was released in December Christmas I believe in 2014 but it got its wider release and international release in January okay so we do this a couple uh, a couple different ways the very specific way I wanted to approach this review and specifically in this podcast is we wanted to have two different types of reviews. We wanted to do a review by memory, see how powerful this movie was, and see what we remembered most from just what we remembered. Because we, me, me and Alonso did see this movie five years ago in the theater, and we and I thought this it would be an interesting twist for reviews. So, Alonso, what did you <laughs> from memory? What did you remember from this? It was mostly just like bits and pieces of the film, like yeah, me too. I think mostly it was just like the violence of it that I remember. Okay, and I remember it was like this weird mix of it, almost feeling a little over the top, but not as graphic uh-huh. as I remembered it. Okay, I could not remember a single thing. <laughs> I, I it was so hard for me to remember anything. You. I there's even a scene that I kind of like that I remembered, but during the entirety of the movie, I couldn't. I could not. I kept failing to remember if it actually came from American Sniper, the scene where he finds the guns at the one guy that they're staking out the spot, and they they find the guns under his bed under like a steel like plat I don't know. Yeah, I was like steel, a giant steel plate. It was just I I don't know why like my memory couldn't our my memory couldn't pin it down that that mo- that scene happened in conjunction with the story of of America's sniper. I don't I don't know what it was. But I do I, yeah, no, I I would have to say the same thing. I remember just tiny bits and pieces I barely remember the wife. I barely remember that he had a brother. A brother. I barely remember any of his squad mates. Is there something you remember? Like, like just I, I had the hardest time remembering anything from this movie. No, I mean, yeah, just the bits and pieces, like just little shots of the film. I mean, the only thing I remember in a good way is um, probably that scene when he. They first get gunned down by the sniper, you know, in the truck. 
And that part when he had to get up on the roof and then the dog, he's getting pinned oh, by the dog. Yeah. And you hear, you know, the guy. I yeah. barely remember the guy with the drill. I know. don't, I totally forgot about that too. I just remember, yeah, he used a drill, but I barely remember like anything about it. But that was the only part, like in a positive way, I remember liking because how intense it was. Yeah. And it was like this, I don't know, I guess, yeah, like a ticking time bomb kind of situation mm-hmm. where he yeah. had to. Trying to save the kid, but got yeah. literally pinned down by the yeah. sniper and the dog. Yeah. Yeah, I. Th- this was I. I was kind of glad when we. I just when we were looking up for this podcast that we wanted to do, and then discovering of all the movies that we had available to us, uh, American Sniper was actually going to be kind of an interesting one, because I remember it being riddled with. Just a lot of patriotism when it was released. A lot of the, a, a lot of conservatives and right wings like praising the movie, kind of. Yeah, I remember mostly it being praised. Like me too. It was almost like a great film. Yeah. I mean, well, explain more. Yeah, I, but, but I, I remember that. But I also remember the how people in the media were saying how terrible. It was. Like you, you brought up the Seth Rogen tweet was it a tweet or was it a statement? yeah it was a tweet uh, comparing it to the um <clears throat> that in, that fake and glory that scene in glory's bastard that fake movie about the sniper yeah the movie inside the movie yeah exactly <laughs> i i remember thinking that that was kind of far-fetched a, a, a little but mm-hmm. i but but i can totally see why people would say that i can actually really understand why people because it, it could really feel that way I think you and me are a little more privy to it because we're actually interested in becoming filmmakers. So we actually have you. We both write. Um, I've done some productions, and um, no, actually, I've included you in those productions. But yeah. they something I can kind of see it. I and I guess we can actually go into the real actual the actual review. Okay. Of this movie. I. The. Statement I would make to really bring all this together. Uh, this to, that I would just circle back to the statement is that it just it feels like a. A really poor character study. Of Chris Kyle. Uh, written by Chris Kyle. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I guess you'll explain it more, but like you literally said on the ride, it's like, it is like a narcissistic point of view. Like it's just literally, it's just him and the movie shows that it's just Only. him. Yeah. Well, you want to elaborate? Uh, well, I was a little bothered that I, I don't remember anything. I didn't remember anything about this movie. I don't, I don't remember his wife. I didn't remember his squad mates. Like I said earlier, I, I don't remember anybody and anything outside of his anything outside of his point of view is immediately checked and dismissed yeah i mean it's like the big problem was yeah like you barely remember anybody and then watching it like literally last night it was just even then, I'm like, 
forgetting all the characters right now. <laughs> like, I don't remember any of them. And it's just... Exactly. It's just like... He, it's like he's supposed to have a squad, but he, it literally feels like he's like a one-man army yeah. in that movie. And yeah, it's just like... I thought that was like defeats the point of being in the Navy. Yeah. Very team-oriented. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Actual review. Like the production of it? Or? No. No, because we, we've made a statement about it too. Like, right? What, what, what else do we say about Because it? it does make him seem like he's just a, uh, like a lone wolf, a one-man army. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, the one moment that kind of I remember about the actual... Um, the who was it? The the guy with the mustache. I don't remember his name, but I think it was a preacher, right? Yeah, the preacher. He had an interesting moment mm-hmm. where he was actually starting to feel bad about being in the war, and he was like, "Who, man? We're just like, oh man, I don't even remember what he said." But I remember him like being re- very questionable about what they're doing there. Yeah, and Chris Kyle just like puts him down, just. I, I I don't wait what it's like we're here to we're here to we we're here to stop evil we're not like this this you think this can like not this this can go to San Diego and New York like you want these people to like which is absolutely true but like he but but the way he prefixes it with uh with like we're here to stop evil and. Well, war gets kind of war gets really. The war is not black and white, and I think, yeah, Game of Thrones shows that really well with how much gray there is. Yeah, that yeah, the whole scene you brought up. I mean, it literally the whole Chris Kyle part. Like I barely remember, but it it honestly did like sound just like a propaganda. Honestly. Yeah, it, like this it, whole like pro military. Yeah. Like go to war, you know, fight for these cartoon bad guys. Basically. Yeah, yeah, the bad guy with a drill. <laughs> that is a little cartoony, and he was portrayed cartoony too. Yeah, he's exactly. just very repetitive. Um, I oh, uh, it's it's hard because I don't I don't want to be disrespectful of the servicemen. Mm-hmm. I I really don't. But I just I had a hard time caring about the the story, like I don't like I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember anybody talking about it. I only remember what was happening like on online about it. But in our immediate circles, because we talk to people that want to see movies, so we we never talked about this movie. I don't think I never brought this movie up to anybody, and yeah. and it was nominated too. Yeah, so I don't get it. It's just... I, it feels like the only reason why the Academy brought it up was because it was a patriotic autobiopic. Yeah, it was just the production wasn't... I mean, well, not really the production, but it was just... I guess gave more to the... The effects. Yeah, was the visual effects. I mean, I guess, like, the beginning of the movie. And I know maybe it's a little... I don't know how to say it, but... Nitpicky or what? 
yeah, nitpicky and inappropriate, but it's like the whole, the first, the beginning of the movie, seeing the kid, mm-hmm. or I guess the end of the first act when he gets shot. Yeah, when it brings it all, because it, it was interesting, Yeah, you know, like to throw you into where Chris Kyle is the beginning of his service, I think. Yeah. And then he takes a shot, but the shot immediately match cuts to uh, him as a hunter when he was a young boy with his dad. Yeah. And then I remember thinking in the theater thing is, oh, that's a that's a nice vehicle to take us to his childhood and 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 to show what kind of upbringing he had. So and then his dad taught him how that there was three things uh, the that there's sheep, wolves and sheepdogs. Sheepdogs. Yeah. Yeah. But. And then it and then it brings us all the way back to the this that that scene that you were talking about the end of that scene, mm-hmm. uh, with the kid, yeah, and the mom, mm-hmm. which apparently only the mom, he only shot a woman, not the kid. Oh, uh, so well, the kid would add a yeah, exactly. a, another layer of dr- drama. Exactly, that's scene. why it's in there. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean. Just, I guess, relate to that scene. Just, I mean, mostly for me, it was just, uh, yeah, the violence. It wasn't, like I said earlier, it just wasn't. It wasn't as extreme, but it mm-hmm. wasn't w- well executed either. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It... Like I understand, like showing, because obviously, you know, you want to get right into the ugliness of war. Sure. By showing the kid dying and. <laughs> but you can't take, or at least I couldn't really take it serious when you see like just a CG plot. Yeah, and, and then it's not even tracking well with the camera. It's, it's kind of moving a little. Yeah, exactly. On a still shot of what of the camera's perspective of the scope. Mm-hmm. It just really ruined that, like the feeling. I guess it was supposed to. Yeah, show the the, the the immersion. Yeah, the, it does come off nitpicky, but. A, a little un- until you start seeing that he does that for the rest of the movie too, with little scenes, these li- these these moments that are supposed to be very powerful and they're supposed to like oh man I understand, I understand this moment but it just it kind of doesn't. Mm-hmm. I I I kind of I kind of agree with that and I understand the danger of it. it's not a nitpicky too. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? I mean, because I I don't re- I didn't remember any of the violence. Yeah, barely. Just what other what other shots do you or not shot, but scene? Well, I guess with the second viewing, I mean, yeah, it's just how, just how awful all the CG was, and <laughs> I mean, it was just it was a lot of it just felt like really did just felt like a straight up cartoon. Just watching the CG, because mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's like the movie trying to take itself serious. Yeah, but yeah, you see, like, it does. It, it it tries really hard to be serious. Yeah, it doesn't help you see like a cartoon, three cartoon helicopters yeah. fly off. <laughs> yeah, it looks just, poorly. It just, oh, it like comes right over the camera. Mm-hmm. So it's in your face for a second. It didn't feel necessary either. It, it did just... not. It doesn't. It just seems like they're trying to, I don't know, Clint Eastwood decided that he wanted a helicopter. Which is weird though, because it's Clint Eastwood. And he has a relationship with Warner Brothers. Yeah. So why isn't why why didn't they actually get him a helicopter? It seems like we're the first two 
the the hurt for the were, were any of those real helicopters or because that second that third one looked really fake to me. No, I think all three of them look oh geez. fake. And it's weird because it's distracting. I found it distracting. Yeah, exactly. The the one that really distracted me, the CG was uh, the baby scene. <laughs> the infamous. Yeah, movie. the infamous baby scene. I mean, I was I was ready for Bradley Cooper to try to act with the little fake baby, but then the with the way it opens and it's just the little hand is like weirdly moving. Yeah. <laughs> animatedly, I was just I couldn't get my eyes off of it. Yeah, because yeah, like we mentioned earlier, it was like it was like a long time since we saw it. And yes. Barely remember that scene. Like, yeah. I do remember looking fake. But Me too. I, did not remember the hand. <laughs> but I was concentrating on the actors. I was mm-hmm. concentrating on Sierra, Sienna Miller's relationship with Chris Kyle and how he was being really dismissive about, about her worries. Chris Kyle doesn't really have an arc around this movie. Yeah, that's the problem. It's just... I mean, it feels like they're trying to, but then yeah. like they just quickly dismiss it. Yeah, it goes straight it's just, back to it. Yeah, it's just really distracting and... Oh, it's man. like you want to care, but then they just like clearly no, no. fly over it. Yeah. Sienna Miller, I felt bad because this could have been a really big breakout role. Not breakout role, but like a big a big opportunity for her to just play some acting chops. And I forgot she exists. I don't remember her from anything. Like she, I, I mean, I looked her up last night, but she was on... G.I. Joe, a, a G.I. Joe movie. I don't even know if it's the first or the second one. It's something else that was like moderately produced. Like it was like a moderate production. So I also feel bad for her because she's not really doing much or at least or has really done much. Yeah. And her character as well. I, 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 I remember that first meeting that they had. I just, but I only remember that he like, he ends up getting her mad and she, and she throws up later. Mm-hmm. They had chemistry. Yeah, well, what little they showed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's When just they weren't being driven apart by the war. Dismissive, yeah. Yeah. Now, if it was supposed to be comedic, but like... Which part? When he's finished his first tour, and I guess she's... I don't remember exactly what she's saying, but she's talking about like how she doesn't want him to go back. Oh, yeah. And then it just... It just cussed a tour to two. two. It was like, <laughs> that was almost like a comedic shot. It was. It was, it was just, just like, like hard cuts to... The end of that statement to... Yeah, honestly. Like someone says, I'm never going to eat donuts again. And then they're just immediately... Exactly. <laughs> they walk man, into a donut like, store. <laughs> I was like, was it? <laughs> and then that wasn't intentional either. I hate to say it, but like... Yeah, it was like some boomer humor, I guess. I, uh, That's what it I came off to me. Really? Like, <laughs> yeah, because the whole like, I don't want to be with the white. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. So I just I, felt embarrassing. I, I have no idea. <laughs> just, uh, well, maybe, because it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah, exactly. That's probably, yeah. Um, like, I don't know. That just kind of undercuts the, the the drama. Exactly. Uh, just, <laughs> of that relationship. Yeah. Which, I don't, I don't know. You shouldn't do that. You should build up on it and, and show, you know, that he's like, oh, man, I'm... He's doing his job, but he's like in earlier in the movie, they kind of do it a little when he's going through the training and he's shooting really well, but then he meets her and then he can't, he's like, he's, he's losing focus because mm-hmm. he's thinking about her until they have sex. And then all of a sudden, like he gets his, all of, all, all of his focus back. He's sharp again, but like, but they don't do that with like, 
with, with him at the tours. Yeah. Not to deteriorate from the accuracy of it, but to, because it's a movie, you have to add those, like the little boy and the mom in the opening scene. Mm-hmm. And it might not be true, but it adds a layer of of, uh, of of intensity to it that works as a drama. Yeah. That 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 little psychological frustration that he had during his training could have been illustrated in his tours because he went on four tours at the movie shows, and it yeah. didn't show him like I don't know maybe being a little more aggressive, taking it out harder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really did just felt the same. Yeah. I guess well, I guess we got involved with that scene and um. Because, you know, losing focus in the firing range mm-hmm. before getting out. And then, at least for me, I just thought that one line, I don't know if I'm going to quote it exactly, but when he he finds a snake and he shoots it. Yeah. And his line, I think, if I try to remember, it's, he said, I shoot easier when they're breathing. I think it was oh, something like that. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, it was okay. something like, yeah, I shoot oh, easier dang. when they're breathing. Oh, dang. <laughs> just that's, like, that's, oh, uh, God. That sounds like so <laughs> sociopathic. That's, yeah, that doesn't sound... <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you saw it. It has or... to be alive. He... Yeah, I reacted to it. I was like, oh. <laughs> I had no idea what he said. I'm so glad you got that. Yeah, but... Because yeah, he kind of mumbled it to me. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember just feeling so nasty when I heard that. Yeah, yeah, it, a, a lot of the a lot of the revelations about him, mm-hmm. I, I I don't find them to be admirable. I I really don't. And have to put the guys down or his service. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clint Eastwood, I'm really baffled by that. I'm really baffled by the, how the production of this movie, and how Steven Spielberg he has a lot of weight. This movie was gonna make money. Mm-hmm. Like why they they knew this movie was gonna make money. Why not throw in some more money in there? I think it's like, I mean, I mentioned it when we watched it, and um, I mean, I meant it in a jokey way, but I kind of mean it now that oh. Clint Eastwood is kind of like the conservative version of Tyler Perry. Yeah, and now the and more, I, I and I was resisting. I was like, no, he's not. But then, but I'm starting to think about like what you just said right there, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the problem with his recent movie, Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Is that he technically does have the budget and the money, but he's not using it. Mm-hmm. And that's literally how it felt with the American Sniper. Yeah. He literally has this resource. He has, he has like, he, he has a lot of pull, a lot of weight. Yeah. Yes, Spielberg backing him up. And yeah, apparently. Yeah, Spielberg was an executive producer on this, right? I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. I think I remember reading that. I think, I, I think that, that just screamed into my brain right now, mm-hmm. like from the trailer. I mean, it, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did it on purpose. Just try yeah, to, try to save money. And apparently that is work style, like just doing things quick. And Is it really? Yeah, apparently he does like only three takes. What? Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think I remember even like, because yeah, I think it's literally his next movie after this one was Sully. Barely anybody remembers. Sully. Is that the Tom, Tom Hanks? Hanks yeah. uh yeah, it's the Tom Hanks. The airplane. Airplane lands in the river. Because, yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, in an interview he said he works, like, quick. Uh-huh. I mean, he almost treats his workers like, almost like a factory. In a way. <laughs> Jesus. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, it kind of feels like it. Mm-hmm. It feels like there's, uh, the scenes are never really explored. It seems like some scenes are just shot really poorly. Yeah. And just shot really flat. The cinematography doesn't look all that interesting. Everything looks just a little pale. 
Yeah. A little it just looks like sand. Even From, the sky doesn't look all that blue. It looks like it looks like that layer of water where it starts getting closer to the sand and you can kind of see the blueness of the water. It, it just reminded me of that. It's just like it wasn't it wasn't sand, it wasn't water, it wasn't uh, Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, you couldn't tell what which side they're on. Yeah. I mean like literally that side when they're doing the phone call and he's like, you know, just watching over. Yeah. That part, I mean, you might as well. They could have literally been in the same room, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have been, like, he could have been which, upstairs. Which one? Which scene? I think it's the part when they talk about when his brother gets drafted to war. Oh, yeah. When she oh, says, yeah. like, she forgot to tell him. And yeah. They're, well, at first, they're, like, talking about their life or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she kind of realizes that. Yeah, and like you said, like, everything just, the, the shot just fell yeah. flat that that's how I imagine. It, it, and I know, I know, I know this was intentional. The her, the entire interior, and even her uh, of of that room that she was speaking, and how she was dressed were all like beige. The lamp was beige. The wall was beige. The couch was beige. The shirt she was wearing was beige. Like kind of show that she was there supporting him mm-hmm. because it matched the colors of of that of that conversation with him being in in Iraq. I mean. It- because kind of the other reason bring it back why Clint doesn't have an excuse either is just, I mean, he technically did a way better job in other movies, but specifically because it's war theme, I would say he did a way better job, at least in Letter from Iwo Jima. Oh my gosh, yes. I haven't that seen that one, movie in years, and I remember actual scenes from that, that movie. Because, like, yeah, comparing it back to back, I'm like, even thinking about it again, it's just like the characters in that one were way more interesting. Yeah. Way more likable, and you actually cared about them. Yeah. Even like a, at least like uh, a small group of them, and that's why I'm like just thinking yeah. right now. I'm like he doesn't have an excuse to make just this low effort. Yeah, because I, I, because I was reading, I was reading up things about it, and he, Chris Kyle's father said that if you do not, do not make this movie if you're not going to respect my son. So I can see him and the writer. Not wanting to deter that far away from the because it's based off the autobiography, so I I can totally see Clint Eastwood not wanting to, not feeling like he has a lot of wiggle room mm-hmm. to add complexity to him because then the family would just probably get upset. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that does explain the whole like why he just feels so almost one dimensional. Yes, way. you don't see him like turn into this awful old man. Yeah. You know, this whole effect of war causing him. And yeah, just like, why? Yeah, just, I guess that does hurt his character, the yeah. movie specifically. Yeah, I, I don't think Bradley Cooper got a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. I think he just showed off a Texas accent. A, what else? Uh, I mean, he worked out. He worked out, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that's good. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shut off how beefy he can get. Mm-hmm. I did not care about any of those soldiers at the end at that in that last scene. The no not not the, the end of the movie when he's talking to the uh veterans. Yeah. But though on his last like when he tour. find yeah, on his last tour when he's up against that other sniper and then they're they're trying to look for him, which is really anticlimactic as well. I I'll say I, save it for the later but yeah <laughs> that part just really did felt like a 
I guess a Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> like the whole, I, I remember the guy, the one guy, I guess, who was like telling him not to pull the shot. Yeah. That really did feel like the whole, like, what is it, like the lieutenant of the police force mm-hmm. telling him, and he's like, Bradley Cooper's such a badass, he had to take the <laughs> shot. You know, just like that whole, like, yeah. don't do it, man. Like, yeah. Don't oh. pull the shot. And there he was no, does it. There was no, it didn't really, the stakes didn't even feel all that. Yeah. I don't think anybody died in that scene, besides all the terrorists. Right? <laughs> yeah, because, um, I mean, only just the one guy he shoots in the wall, like when they're building that wall. That's about it. The sniper kills a guy who was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, the, that's the, the, only... the one that sets off the scene. But yeah, I know, you meant like the that building they're in uh-huh. when they get, when he shoots them. And... Yeah. yeah, like there's that one... I mean, I'm going to go backwards, but the black guy that just tells him when they move positions and the shot was a 300-yard shot that you can easily see... And then the the antagonist kind of sh- um, takes out that take, takes out that soldier, and then they're like, "Oh, wrong shot, r- wrong side, wrong side." And then they move over, and then he looks at the through those goggles that sh- tell him how far, how many yards or meters. I forgot, but it was like two thousand. Yeah. And they were like, "Whoa, you you can't even see that," and <laughs> kind of propping up like, "This is why this this why this this why this incident is so amazing." But uh, that guy, him, his buddy, that they got shot in the face, and then they had, and then he went to go see him, and then he died, and then his black friend, the black uh, soldier, I don't even remember his name, He's and I feel so bad yeah. saying this. I know it's like because they just don't introduce him. They don't. They they really don't introduce. They don't introduce him at all. He's just there, standing in the circle. And then he's there. He tells him, "Hey, Chris, uh, how was blah blah blah?" And he's like, "Yeah, pretty good." And then I, Bill, I think, yeah, his friend who got shot. Yeah, place. and then he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, I saw Bill. Oh, he died." And I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Who's Bill? What happened to Bill?" I was like, "Oh, they went to surgery and he didn't make it." Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the other, who was the other one? Oh, the the lieutenant sergeant. I don't remember the one that with the mustache, the preacher. Mm-hmm. I was in. That was in that was in that was leading the 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 snipers the navies the navy yeah. the seals. Mm-hmm. If I were to pick a favorite character, I think he would be it. Yeah, because he showed yeah he was a serviceman, but then he kind of started feeling bad about or had started having second thoughts about the war. But the person he speaks to about it is Chris Kyle, who checks him and is like, "No, fall back in line." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh man, like that would have been an interesting character to explore." I feel like he that character had the most arc, an actual arc. Because there's even a, a letter, right, that they read? No, that his mom reads at the funeral? And what's the, what, what was the letter mostly saying? Like, I felt like it was like almost like a anti-war. Yeah. Type, like, that was the message of the letter. Yeah. It sounded like anti-war kind of yeah. thing. And then it goes back again to the next scene where Chris Kyle and his wife are driving, and she's pregnant, and he's like... He died. She's like, Geezy, he died. That could have been you. And he's like, nah, what killed him was that letter. That letter killed him. <laughs> I was like, golly. You're like giving no wiggle room for this guy. I know. <laughs> Jeez. He's just so patriotic. 
And I barely remember the letter. I mean, I don't remember it at all. I remember I, you I, questioning it, like, what was the letter? It's like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just like... Uh, I, 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 shouldn't have, I shouldn't have been eating Funyuns when that happened. I was just, <laughs> I was just <laughs> munching on them. They're just so dry and crackling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just totally missed it. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, I was like, oh, this is, this is going to go on for a minute. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I finished eating my two Funyuns, and then it was over. Oh, like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, but I remember that, and then I like, I remember it's like, oh wow, he's like, he's not even letting his friend, like, pass away, like, with any, like, he's not really giving him dignity about it. No, I know he's like shooting him down. He was, but then that, but then that moment gets usurped again. Like that doesn't even get explored in his character, which makes us another poor character study example. Yeah, because then she ends up like, then the baby, she breaks her, she, her water breaks. And then she has to like, oh, we gotta go. Uh, we're gonna have our kid. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, screw that uh, okay, guy. Okay, well, yeah. It really was. It's like, screw that guy. <laughs> just we got Chris Kyle to yeah. <laughs> Oh, the antagonist. Oh, we yeah. were very disappointed with how this was handled. Just everything about him in general was disappointing. It felt like he does can't trust his viewers, and he's like, all right, here's the bad guy. Yeah, we have to show him to you because. Yeah. I doubt you're not smart enough to understand yeah. who he is. You know? And th- and that's what and that's what makes me say the exploitative nature of this. That that what were people called it propaganda, but I feel like it was more ex- I, exploitative of the right, the right wing. Yeah, I mean mostly with the um, yeah, like the Iraqi people or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, especially because I remember Chris Kyle. <laughs> Like so keeps calling them savages. Yeah, was that like, was like I mean, goodness. Even, even around that time, it's like, it like pretty extreme to say yeah. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just really treats them one dimensional. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea because we kind of grew up like during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, but I, but I was surprised that that was put in the movie a couple times, like two or three times. Yeah, it was not just once. I know that. Yeah, it was definitely more. Well, even more than. Really? Oh, I feel man. like Jeez, I, I feel like every time we referred to yeah, every time we would bring Chris Kyle would bring it up. Yeah. And maybe that's supposed to be his whole like character or changing it to this this idea of him becoming like this war affecting him is that he keeps using that word. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like they did it well because just like it just feels like he just casually threw it threw it around. Yeah. Kept saying savage or calling them bad guys, like it's annoying to hear. Yeah, um, and that's, yeah, and that's where the I guess the whole propaganda thing comes. Yeah, that, that that's where I feel like the propaganda or the statements of the propaganda kind of uh, bear some weight. Yeah, the antagonist. It would have been way better if they never showed him, and it would have been way better if they kind of treated him the way the the actual servicemen saw him. Like, they would never be able to see him. Yeah. So he was almost like a ghost. So if there was, like, a wide shot of, like, soldiers in the foreground and then the the guy that gets killed in the middle ground and then just a city behind them, just windows and roofs, mm-hmm. and then you just see, like, a flash of a sniper and then the, and then the soldier in the middle ground gets killed. I, I, that's how I imagine the scene, which is why it feels like when you said that Clint Eastwood just does them quick and mm-hmm. like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna s- take the time to sit down and think about how to 
execute a scene like that. Yeah. But I thought that was going to be like, is that like, okay? Well, we're now we're following these uh, these Marines, and what's going to happen? Then? And then bam, like, oh dang, who? That wasn't Chris Kyle. Like, who was that? Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, they have a they have a really good sniper on their side. Yeah, and they just ruined it by literally showing the gun. Yeah, yeah, it just ruined the, I guess, intensity. Yeah, that Chris Kyle has a challenger. I guess. Yeah, they they really do. Yeah, it would have been better. If, like. Let's say you do have to use those footages. Yeah, just get rid of showing the guy's face. And I guess all they showed was just the crosshair. Yes. And that's it. I mean, that would have been dope because we get used to the American sniper yeah. scope. Yeah. And it's like just straight lines, line, 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 dashes. And then I think like a dot yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Usually. It's not just a flat, like a, a, like a T crosshair. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a little dot. Because he he's, he implants that in our heads, like in the beginning of the movie with the opener, mm-hmm. and then it would have been great if if all of a sudden to get into the perspective of the other sniper, if we just saw like a completely different crosshair, and we were like, "Whoa, that's why is this crosshair looking at uh, Marines? This is it's like wait, this is this is different. This is oh no, this is this. Oh my gosh, this is the 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 antagonist. Yeah, and slowly build that up, and oh, the moment where he pins down Chris Kyle, that would have been a trip. Seeing Chris Kyle in that crosshairs, yeah, that would have been scary. Yeah. Don't even yeah uh, again. Don't even show the guy. Literally no, just the crosshair, and then just see, and then just tease it, just just for dra- dramatic sake. We know he's gonna. We we well, we know how the movie ends, because mm-hmm. you know that just the, the news is. Uh, but still though, tease the like show the fact of how close and how justified his wife's feelings are for him almost getting almost getting killed. Yeah. Because there's even a moment where that scene that you talked about where he's pinned down the dog. Barks at him. Yeah. The dog runs into his face and like he's just barking in his face. There's a moment where he pokes his head up and then he gets shot in the head. But he's wearing his helmet and he knocks him on his on his back. Yeah. That would have been a crazy scene if it was like only done from the intent. Like, like just kind of showed like, oh my gosh, did he get him? Yeah. yeah. And then just... Starting to think about that scene again. I mean, if you were going to tease the guy, you could have just shown the scene of him jumping over the building. Yeah. There's that one shot where it's like... Yeah, way on the floor, looking straight up. You just see him jumping. You could have shown just scenes like that. Yeah, you could have shown that from far away and just showed him running away. At least, yeah, tease what the guy looks like. But the the moment when they did that, Mm -hmm. he actually looks like a coward. Like He looks like he's running away. It was intentional. It was. It it totally was. Yeah, because I'll get back here, you son of a bitch. Get back here. And he's just running away. It just looks like a goofy shot of him running away. That was intentional just to... Roll up people. Or yeah, I was like oh, screw oh, that. Oh, guy. Screw that guy. He's the. Pretty sure that was a nice. He's not words. at all what America stands for. Yeah, quotations, just... nicer words. And then, the only time I would have been okay with revealing his face was when he gets the call. Wait, what's this? Is it when he gets the call and he gets? Yes. Yeah, because yeah, he's with his family, or it's, yeah, his wife. Yeah. I mean, and that's somebody calls him and he's just hanging out at his home. Yeah. And then he picks up the phone and then it's like he's getting information where Chris Kyle is. Mm-hmm. So he tries to go get him. But that but that would have worked well if it was just like we only see like his hand picking it up. We see the we follow the phone go up to his 
head, but it stops like under his nose or yeah. at his nose you or something. His chin you see his chin or something. Body, yeah, exactly. And then, because I totally forgot, but you brought it up that that sniper they to show some character or background about him that he was a Olympian. Yeah, he was an Olympian. He was an Olympic sniper, uh, or just in the Olympics in general. Uh, yeah, he was just in the like he, like he's gifted. Yeah, exactly. He's talented with uh, his 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 uh, his. Act- his, his ac- yeah, his Athletics, accuracy, yeah. and he won, and he competed like, and he competed, so he was able to get pretty high. I think he was in first. I think something. that's what it's showing the picture. Yeah, yeah. so that would have been a nice moment of like him showing like just part of him, mm-hmm. like just his beard is all grown out or whatever, and then frame it where to the point where like he stands up and gets up, and then the camera kind of follows him, and then we see that that picture of that he has of himself in the Olympics. Yeah, I'm, I mean. In- just in general, that scene would have been just a better introduction of that character. Yeah. In general, just, like, just oh, show him yeah. that, yeah, I mean, guess he is a family man. Yeah. See his wife and his kid. Oh, yeah, he has a, he has a family. So he's fighting for something. We Yeah, exactly. He's not just fighting against uh, America. And then the last shot where he actually gets him, I remember hating that. Yeah. Just slow motion, sound waves. Being ripped apart by the sniper bullet. Yeah, it was awful. I was just ugh, <laughs> no. Yeah, even back then, I remember hating. Yeah, the, like, I that was that that was an instant reaction. Just nope. Yeah, I try to like explain it to you. Like I would have preferred. Like all he showed was just him pulling oh. the trigger. You don't even hear the sound of the bullet. And maybe you go through the the, the other sniper's perspective. Uh-huh. Maybe just him trying to pick out those guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you just. You know, you hear the whistle of the bullet or whatever, however yeah, you say because it. Because bullets do travel faster than when, sound. Yeah. Than like, the sound. So you'll hear that and you just... Yeah. That would have been cool. And just, then and then it goes back to the camera scoping out somebody and then it just violently like turns somewhere. Yeah, basically. Into the sky or something or into the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have that, that would have been... That would have been really cool. Yeah, just trying to show... Kyle is a badass. <laughs> it didn't work. Know, it did not work. Really just date look yeah, just look dated and ugly. Uh, it did, it did, it really did. <laughs> I think I would have been okay if it was played the same way, only straight. Mm-hmm. Just in real time. Bam. And then usually you end up usually the you kind you kinda hear the gun uh the bullet hit like a wall or something. Though that would have needed some sound design of like Hitting something particular, you know, and yeah. then just making that sound kind of fade away, but it was like s- strong and powerful. I mean, I, I mean, artistic design would have been called for right there yeah. to to show like not only just to show that he got the kill, but to also show that a lot of my marines are going to be very safe now. So there's a load off my load. I I got revenge, and then like isolate the sound mm-hmm. of him kind of thinking. And then opening up that sound into into like suggesting that they just gave away their position. Yeah. So so you start hearing the cars pulling up, the people running up, the gunshots of them going off. You hear them shooting back because I'm pretty sure that's uh that's that's also a thing like the not being there. He feels like he can be saving his guys instead of being home, but then the therapist he goes to that therapist and the therapist tells him that. He should, that he should go, that, that that there's people just down the hallway that need saving. Do you remember, I, I, I actually kind of, do you remember anything from that part of the movie, the ending? 
Yeah, I do remember the veteran. Just I think in general that whole last sequence. Yeah, I mean, I, I did too. Yeah, I'll say that's legitimately probably the more interesting part of the whole movie. Honestly. Yeah, and it's not explored all enough. Yeah, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It literally that this movie could have literally been, been half of the. It didn't even need to. It didn't even need him getting to know his wife. Or anything like that. It could have been just the way it opened. Just bam, right there, his first tour. And then, you know. And then, like, halfway through it, he finishes that guy. And then, the, like, or not a halfway, but, like, a good chunk of it. Mm-hmm. That could have been the third act. Like, a real third act. Yeah, it would have just been better. Focus more on, like, the veterans in general. You know, especially, like, yeah, the effect of war. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just them trying to recope with his life. That's that was probably the more interesting part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember the guy telling his one story, the cigarette one. The guy says that he that smoking saved his arm, his right arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I surprisingly remembered almost every beat of that line because it just seemed so. It looked, it felt like a documentary. That moment. Yeah, so, I was about, I was thinking whether those were real red. Yeah. I'm, Real veterans. I'm know. pretty sure they are. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they, they are. are. But it, it, but it, but even the way it was that moment was kind of filmed, it felt documentary like. And I think they did a good job acting with Bradley Cooper, because it did, it it generally felt like they weren't they were veterans, and like they were treating Bradley Cooper as Chris Kyle, like they mm-hmm. looked up to him like the legend. Yeah. Yeah, which was really nice. Uh, yeah, I think, and oh, and then of course his the actual ending. With him passing away, him meeting that f- is a tragic ending. I mean, there's there's some controversy over Chris Kyle, but he didn't deserve to die though. About it, he didn't deserve to die. Not like that. He was still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest he still had a marriage to live by with his wife, and a marriage a marriage to live with. Uh, children still to raise, and. That's the part that makes me feel really tragic about this. That's the part that makes me sad about it is that he he doesn't get to go out and help any um, veterans. Like you said, we're gonna cope. Well, we're in coping well. Alrighty, so let's contextualize the time of this release. It's two thousand fifteen and fourteen. Mm-hmm. Obama was about done with his presidency, right? Yes. We, I mean, there was that one documentary by Michael Moore, I think, or by somebody. Is it 2016 Obama? Question mark. No, like, love him, hate him. You don't know him. I remember that statement. It's, so that's just another conservative propaganda. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. But not Michael Moore, right? No, no, somebody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are tired of not feeling so patriotic, mm-hmm. right? So this totally did. This made money. It did. Look I up. did not know that. I wasn't aware of how much money he made. I saw this moment in Bill Maher that he pointed out that Zero Dark Thirty, movie made by, movie made by Catherine Bigelow, ambiguous war movie, where it could have gone left or right, made like $17 million. But American Sniper, really straight up, uh, almost, yeah, like war propaganda, $115 million. 
Mm-hmm. And what was the budget? Because it could not have been a lot. The freaking... Right now, the budget for American Sniper was $59 million. $59 million. Yeah. So double that is $118 million. Mm-hmm. So it it made back its money, and it made and it made money. Yep. And then what was the gross? The gross in total was $350 million. Oh, shit. Jeez. Yeah. Is that domestic or is that? Gross USA. Oh, goodness. And yeah. Yeah. So there's. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure Clint Eastwood wasn't, wasn't uh, completely like against making the movie the way he did it. Because it was like, oh, this is going to make money. Yeah. And I mean, again, throwing, I guess, shade at Tyler Perry and Clint Eastwood. I mean, it was that feeling like I think both of them know their audience. Yeah. And yeah. regardless of the quality of the film, they know they're going to make, make their money. Yeah, they're, they're going to make and, money. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is almost a little insulting in general. And there's, wow. Yeah, domestic, $350 million, Worldwide gross, $547 million. So, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so that's a lot of money for a $58 million movie. $58 million. That's not a crazy budget. Well, yeah, but at least for a lore movie, you think they should spend more. Yeah, they usually are way more elaborate. Yeah. This movie also sparked up a lot of debate about Chris Kyle's, uh, the accuracies of what he says. Mm -hmm. I mean, apparently, turns out, Chris Kyle lied in his autobiography, in his, in his novel, uh, American Sniper and he punched a fellow Navy SEAL Jesse Ventura Jesse Ventura read that and he confronted him about it met him in court told also had like a he also said that he was gonna talk to him outside like just get him in a room just have him talk nobody there the judge approved he told him just admit you didn't punch me in the face because apparently it never happened Mm-hmm. And Chris Kyle was like, but it did happen. So he was like, no, okay, never mind. And you also said that there was other stuff in his autobiography. That- yeah, um, mm-hmm. or I don't know if it was like in his biography, but the one I thought was funny was the one that he said, trying to play up the hero attitude was apparently someone tried to mug him, but he shot them both. Apparently. Oh, there's two of them. Yeah, two of them. Oh, jeez. Okay. But as far as people are aware... They talked to like every law enforcement in the that area of Texas. Yeah. And nobody can prove that he actually did it <laughs> okay. or it's real. Just that kind of yeah. fake conservative story where yeah. they want to sound like their hero. Yeah. I remember people liking this movie. It was so well received that it was nominated. Yeah. And let's pull up the list right now. Got it. Yeah, six nominations from the Oscars. It was the winner of one, the winner of best sound editing. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I guess yeah, I give it credit. I mean, I guess it did. Have it some. sounds clean. It sounds, yeah. So yeah. that's some. It credit. sounds chaotic, but not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Best actor Bradley Cooper. I don't feel like there was any range. Yeah. Any so. range, no. like at all. There's a moment where he cries, which we talked about, but it kind of doesn't make sense why he does. He's, yeah. just, he's already home. He's already stateside. 
but he's at a bar. I mean, I don't know. I guess it was supposed to be that feeling like he's glad to be home or because I guess that ending, like, before he leaves, like, he got shot. So, you know, I guess he had that near-death experience. Yeah. So oh, that's right. That's, that's right. The, the snow, the sandstorm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, golly, oh. that. <laughs> could not tell what was happening. No, yeah, you can barely see anything. No, it's just... And it feels very intentional, too, that that happened. Or that yeah. the reason why that happened like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should have just... I don't know. They, It was too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Best Picture... No. Mm-mm. Nope, not at all. Mm-hmm. Best film editing? No. No. I really no. I don't understand they that, had, that was. Yeah, they had, they had way too much useless um. Which call just scenes in general. Mm-hmm. A lot of it could have eased, like we mentioned, the whole sniper guy. Mm-hmm. That could have also easily been taken out just yeah. to make it more intense. But no, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Only one it, out of out of all these nominations, best sound editing. So that should tell you why that came out that way. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone cares about this movie. No, I'm not really sure if they do. Uh, yeah, and I feel I mean, um, I guess it's that category of dad films in a way. Yeah, where it just I feel like it's just somebody's dad. Someone's dad likes this movie for the wrong reason. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> like. It, uh-huh. Yeah, I think it's just people that don't care about movies, like just filmmaking in general, yeah. are just like this movie. Yeah. Or the worst part is that it just appeals to their political point of view. Yeah, I feel like those are the, but I feel like those are like the minor, the target audience. Yeah, but I don't feel like it's enough to people to like genuinely like it. I explicitly chose not to have a rating system because. I find them to be very inconsistent, even among actual professional reviewers, where it just hits a little niche that's something that they like, some obscure 18th century fashion film, and they give it a masterpiece, and then they give like actually competent and pretty solid movies like a decent rating. So, uh, to as a way to also... Uh, not necessarily dismiss, but subvert that little bit of a obstacle. We ask the question, what would you do with this movie? Uh, for starters, and then we already bring it up, but just in general, the whole sniper bad guy, yeah. that, that whole scene was not necessary to show him. It just really felt poorly executed. Yeah. And it just, just get rid of him. But if you had to use that footage... You just show that one footage with him and his family. Yeah. And him, of, like, of going us. out. Yeah. So we know his character, but also just in general, like, Chris Kyle, like, should have just been developed more. Yeah. And also the... Explored. Yeah. Yeah, and the squad members, especially the squad members. Yeah, they, they should have had some personality. Because, like, like we said earlier, it really just felt like he was, like, a one-man army. <laughs> it did. And it's just unnecessary. He does just, like, drop one guy, doesn't he? He's like, hey, I'm going to go down there and help the Marines. Yeah. And he's like, he's like you want to come along? He's like, no, why would I want to do that? He's like, okay, well, make sure I never see you ever again. And, like, we've had a couple scenes with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just, they don't kill him off, but we don't, we pretty much does. It was just a show. He might as well have been killed off. 
It's just to show how badass Chris was. Yeah. He just yeah, wanted to defend, throw himself to them. What would you do with this movie? I would not change a thing. I would just let it be what it is and uh, let it fall into the flat movie that it is because this no one talks about this movie it's weird that we are but the only reason why we are is because of our is because of our this this program we want to do this is the reason why we want to make this podcast we want to go back five years when all the scandals are is no longer attached to it no controversies no there's no heat we kind of have time to breathe really kind of identify what worked with it with us and then Oh, man, it really didn't. Yeah, I mean, well, as much as I don't like this movie, I'm actually, I'll cheat a little. Because I guess around this time, I did have, like, an IMDb page. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess I did give this movie a rating. Oh, you did? Yeah, I think I just gave it, like, in between, like, a 5 out of 10. A 5 out of 10. But I watched it again. I, I really just, if I had to. I really would just give like literally way down like oh man like no, one or two I, if I had to. I wouldn't because it just no this this movie isn't didn't make cinematic history. No, yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel important. No, it doesn't. It and doesn't, I yeah. and I agree with people like when they say it does legit feel like a propaganda film because yeah. it really yeah. does. It just yeah, it it really feels like a manipulated. Yeah, exactly. Movie. It is very manipulated. Mm-hmm. I can feel Chris Kyle's family, his hand in this. I can feel Clint Eastwood kind of. I can I can tell that they were they already decided what audience they were gonna get, and they were completely fine with that. So they were okay with making all that money, and I don't think any of it went to anybody, like the the, the veterans. Yeah, yeah, I don't, honestly. Doubt it. I mean, I hope so, but I really doubt they thought about that. Honestly. I mean, it it would have been cool if they brought if they used that as a vehicle to for more awareness to them. But mm-hmm. people also weren't crazy about the Iraqi War. They a lot of people regretted that war. Uh, here you want to let them know what movie we're doing next for yeah. February. Of 2015? Yes. If anyone remembers. So our February 2015 movie is going to be Kingsman. And here in the States, again, it got released in February 2015. But yeah, that's our movie. American Kingsman Secret Service.